Hello, my friends. It's Ryan from the Prolific Creator Podcast. Now, many of you have asked, hey, Ryan, how do I support the show? Well, I finally listened. Starting today, you can subscribe to the Prolific Creator Plus on ACAST Plus for $3 a month. That's less than a cup of coffee. No apps to download and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Get access to the entire archive of Prolific Creator Awesomeness. Over 160 episodes going back to 2017. Yes, that's right, my friends. A plethora of information and inspiration, tips, tricks, and interviews to get your art and work into the world. Remember those ads? Say bye, bye, bye. Wait, there's more. For $5 a month, you can get access to the full prolific creator experience. This includes the full archives, early access to episodes, listener Q&A, book and movie reviews, and interviews not for the public, and perhaps any other awesomeness I might do on the microphone. Sounds awesome, right? Yeah, it does, Ryan. If you want to listen for free, you'll notice the last 50 episodes or so will always be available wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, by subscribing today, you don't have to download any new apps and you can simply keep listening on the podcast platform you prefer. Cool. Okay. Cool. Thanks for your love and support in advance. Simply click on the link in the show notes or on my website and it'll take you where you need to go. Now on to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the Prolific Writer Podcast. It is another micro Monday, an opportunity to share a little bit about philosophy of life, marketing, the biz, the craft, whatever's swirling around in my head. I've been doing these micro Monday shows. Hopefully you got a chance to listen to the first inaugural one last week. If you hadn't go, go check that out. But a question that I, I get asked often and a question I struggle with and a question that I'm constantly experimenting and thinking about is the, the question of marketing. And it's a good question. It's a, it's an innocent question. It's a, it's a question that we all wrestle with. It's a question we all have to think through is how do we get more eyeballs on our work? That if you're a, a creative, you're a writer, you're an author, you're, you're constantly asking, okay, I've written this book. I have this message to share. How do I get it out into the world? How do I get people to purchase this thing that I've slaved over? I've, I've worked on for, for hours and hours and hours. It's, it's been published. It's been polished. It's, it's gone through the ringer. And, and how, do I, how do I get it out there? And, and I think that's a good question. It's not a bad question. But I, but I know when people ask that question, I'm just going to put it out there and, and be a little honest here, is that most of the time when people ask the question, they're asking how do I do Facebook ads? How do I do Amazon ads? How do I start an email list? And all those things are, are important, but those are tactical questions. Those are strategy questions. Those are marketing strategy type questions. And I want to start from a higher level. I want to start from a macro level. I want to start at the 30,000 foot level. I want to go higher up. Because I don't think that's the place that you start is how do I do Facebook ads? How do I do Amazon ads? How do I start an email list? Those aren't bad things. We'll talk about some of those things at some point, maybe, probably not today. But, but I, wanna, I want you to think about marketing in a totally different way. A, a way that can sustain you, a way that can uh, provide for you for the long term. I, I want you to think about not just now and in the moment, in the next few weeks, the next few months, even the next year, I want you to think for the next 5, 10, 15 
20 years. Uh, I want us to go macro here. Because here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of authors that are just trying to get the quick buck, the quick fix, but they're not thinking about long-term fans, long-term audience, long-term career, long-term sustainability. They're just thinking about the here and now. And hey, if that's you, you want to make a quick buck, you want to sell 3,000 books on BookBub and, and do that, that's fine. But but there's no guarantees that that's going to provide a long-term career, a long-term uh, road of publishing and writing. And, and if you don't know what BookBub is, go look it up. But 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 you know, you, it's hard to get into BookBub. And if you get into a BookBub and, and people have done very, very well for, for themselves... The problem is that you could have your book sitting on their Kindle for years and years, and it doesn't mean that you actually have gained a fan. Now, that may pay off in two years, but it might not pay off in the next few weeks, few months, because we need to think about the long-term game. And, and I ran across something years and years and years ago that, that really, I think, rocked my world in many ways. And, and I think this could be applicable to many things in life, but, but it, it, it really does apply to the creatives out there that want to make a, a living. And, and it was written by a, a man named Kevin Kelly, and he wrote a, a little article called A Thousand True Fans. And this is the key to your marketing success. This is the key to being a creative, being a writer, and, and having a long-term sustainable career. A thousand true fans. And so what, what does that mean? It means that your goal for marketing is to find your a thousand true fans. Now, there's, there's nothing magical about a thousand but, but he argues that, that if you, you find a thousand true fans that love everything that you do, you can have a solid, sustainable, creative career. That, that you could do this the rest of your life if you have a thousand true, true fans. And the, the way that he d defines a true fan is, is it's that anyone that will buy anything that you produce. So, so a true fan is they, they buy everything. These diehard fans will drive 200 miles to see you sing. They'll buy a hardback. They'll buy a paperback. They'll buy an audible version of your book. They'll purchase your next figurine. I'm just reading from his article. They will pay for the, the best of DVD version of your free YouTube channel. They'll come to your chef's table once a month. If you have roughly a thousand true fans, also no super fans, you can make a living if you are content to make a living, but not a fortune. And here's what makes all of this possible. That This wasn't possible in the past, especially for creatives is a little thing called the internet is that you have access to literally billions of people through the click of a mouse through social media through your website through selling your books online that you have access to get your books into the hands of literally anyone on the planet that you can find a thousand true fans and so if you have a thousand true fans and they, they spend on an average of a of hundred bucks on everything that you offer, or, and depending on how much stuff you have out in the world, that's a hundred thousand dollars a year that you can make a living off a hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, you can, it doesn't matter where you live in the world. And if you live in other parts of the world, you're considered very, 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 very wealthy. So the number of thousand is, is could be more, it could be less. If you have less fans, it just means maybe they spend more money. They're more rabid. 
Maybe you need to go find 2,000 fans or 3,000 fans or 4,000 fans that spend $25 each. But 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 it is doable. That The reality is, I think when we think about marketing, we're, we're only thinking about, okay, I got to get an ad on Facebook and I, I got to start my email list. But, but what you're trying to do, especially with that email list, is you're trying to build up 1,000 true fans. L- let me tell you something that I just did, and, and this is a little bit radical, is I erased hundreds and hundreds of of people that were on my email list because they weren't true fans. They they weren't people that were really engaged with me. They weren't buying everything that I was, I was selling a few here and there, but, but, but this particular group of people on my email list, I said, no more. And I I got rid of them said, thanks, but no thanks. And and that's okay because they probably got on my list because of a free book at some point or signed up and said, oh, that's, that's nice. But they they weren't engaged. They weren't true fans. There wasn't a return on the investment. And, and, And it's not because I'm cold. It's not because I'm harsh. It's not because I'm calloused, but I care more about a thousand true fans. And and I want to say it this way is, is it's not about becoming famous, but it's about the joy that comes from adding value, serving people and saying, here's my work. I know you love it. You love what I do. Here you go. Enjoy it. There's nothing better than that. To have someone email you and say, thank you for your latest book. It was amazing. It helped me get through a hospital stay. Your audiobook helped me get through a boring commute to work every day. That's the satisfaction we're after the thousand true fans. So how are we going to go find those a thousand true fans? An email list is a good thing. It's a way, it's probably the most direct contact you can have with people to nurture them, to, to talk with them, to, to really um, get to know who they are, why they buy your books, why they enjoy the art that you're making and the books that you're writing, the messages that you're sharing. That's a really good thing. And I know people are getting busier and I know that email is not as effective as it once was, but it is a direct way to do that. But the question becomes, and this is another marketing thing that I've been thinking about is, is not just the thousand true fans, but, and not just the platforms that we use, whether that's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever platform or email lists is we have to think about something and this I think is just as important is to be your authentic self the most authentic version of who you are what do people want to hear from when they hear from you if you have a newsletter you have a you have an email list you're, you're talking to your fans people that buy your books on a, on a regular basis what, what do they really want to hear what do they want from you do they want just another pitch, you know, when, when you have your next book out or an update? Maybe. But what I've found that is most effective is they just want access to me. Not that I'm anything special, but, but they want access. They want to know who you are as a real human being. Let me give you a little antidote to this. Those of you that listen to my, my show, the Prolific Writer podcast, you know that I, I like Stephen King. And, and, and I will say that I, I was not always a Stephen King fan and, and I read a couple of his books when I was younger and it really didn't, didn't read a whole lot. And it was just in the last five to six years that I've really started to read him again. I, I read his book on writing and I, I started reading his fiction stuff again and realized what a great author he is. Now, now Stephen King is not the, the best author that ever was and, and 
people debate, you know, that some of his endings in his books suck and, and all that. But, but I want to tell you why I like Stephen King and it's going to surprise you. It's not just because he's a good writer. It's because I've watched him in interviews on YouTube and I've really grown to love the man <laughs> because he's an authentic guy. He is who he is. He likes classic rock. He, he, he does these things. He's not a, a sick psycho that a lot of people think. And when you watch him in interviews and you hear him talk of why he loves to write is because he has such a passion to get good books into people's hands. He wants kids to read. And, and I've just had this, this new found profound affection for him just as an author and as a creative. And I want to buy all his stuff because I like the guy. It doesn't mean all his books are going to be great. But I've gotten to know him in a, in a strange way. Not that we're best buds. Obviously, we're not. But, but you see, that's the, that's the point is, is how can you be your most authentic self? I think a lot of times on the internet and a lot of times on social media and YouTube is people are trying to put on a front, act like they're something and, and be something. But you just have to be as honest as you can of, of who you are and where you fail and what you like to do and what your family's like. Like people are going to respect you and say, I want to buy their books simply because they're honest and I like them. They may not be the best books ever, but I really genuinely like them. So we want to find our a thousand true fans. You need to be the most authentic person that you can be and just be a normal human and talk about the things that you are passionate about. It doesn't have to be writing. It doesn't have to be, it, it can be whatever you're into. It could be the kitten that you have or the, the, the trip that you took or your kids or, or, or whatever you like. Some of the best newsletters that I enjoy reading and the people I've gotten to know over the years really don't even talk about what they're known for. They're just being a true person. And, and that's the beauty of the internet. We, we can just be who we are. We don't have to scam anyone. Be accessible. I've tried to do that. Like my emails everywhere. My, you know, you can contact me. You can, I'm a real human. I'm not a robot. I'm not a scammer. I'm just here. Like if you want to talk and I've had people actually invite me to things like in person, just by being a regular human. So, so be authentic. And, and then last, I just want to add this and we'll end it up is you got to figure out the platforms that you're comfortable with when you think about marketing. I think there's a lot of bad advice out there that somehow you need to be on every single platform. I got to be on Twitter. I got to be on Facebook. I got to be on Instagram. I got to be on YouTube. I got to be on this. I got to be on that. I think you need to choose what works for you and what you're comfortable with. And here's what I mean about that too is, is if you're really good in front of people and you're a communicator, maybe audio is a good route for you. Or maybe video that you're just really comfortable in front of a camera. And maybe YouTube is a way that you can you can get your work out into the world. You can have people get to know you and find those a thousand true fans. You need to determine what you're really good at, what you're just just being knowing yourself and being self-aware that just be authentic and say, you know what, I am good at that. Or man, if if you're a total introvert and you're like, I do not want to get into camera, I do not want to talk to people in that way. Maybe the blog, maybe it's just writing articles that you're passionate about. And then determining what platform works for you. Maybe it's Instagram. That's just where you're comfortable sharing photos, covers of your books, whatever it may be. Facebook, Twitter. I don't think you need to be on every single platform, but I think whatever platform you decide, go all in on it. Experiment. See what happens. I think an email list on some level is, is a given. 
because again, that's a way to have direct contact with your true fans, your thousand true fans. But, but these other, other channels is, is, is figure out what you're good at, what you're comfortable with and, and go all in on those, in those places and figure those things out, figure out what works for you. Don't be the scammy hacking the system. Think long-term, think a thousand true fans, the thousand people in the universe that will buy up everything that you sell. Because I think a lot of people are still thinking, well, I'm going to be the next Stephen King. I'm going to be the next Lee Child. Most of us aren't going to be. But you know what I know? Is you can find a thousand true fans. And that's what I'm after. And I hope that's what you're after. And I think we'll all be glad in the end that we focused on that instead of trying to be known to everyone. Well, hey, this is Ryan J. Pelton, the Prolific Writer Podcast. So glad to be with you on this Micro Monday. We have another great interview coming this week and I'll talk to you real, real soon.